Hello, everyone. This is Kimmy, your favorite podcaster, your encourager, and your cheerleader. Before I get into what it means to have a responsibility as a son and daughter of Christ after God's own heart during this love month, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be presentable in your sight, my Lord, strength and redeemer. Amen. Family, here is a message from God to me, his messenger, and all the way to you. During February, the most celebrated love month of all time, we should be doing six things as singles and married couples. Number one, enjoy this season. Scripture says, and also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor. It is the gift of God. Ecclesiastes 3.13. For my singles, I think we should all enjoy our single season because once we are married, there's no turning back. That's right. Trust the process. And regardless of when that one day spouse comes, Jesus will always be our Valentine because he loved us first. As for married couples, Ephesians 5.22 says, Wives, submit to your own husbands as unto the Lord. Ephesians 5.25 says, Husbands, love your wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. In other words, wives and husbands, enjoy your married season. Enjoy serving that husband. Enjoy everything you do for him. Husbands, enjoy loving that wife and enjoy serving her too. Just enjoy the oneness that God has given you all because you are a part of his covenant, marked as his kingdom couple. Number two, try not to look at your current status as a bad thing. For my singles, it actually is a gift that comes from God. The late Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 7 and 7, but I wish everyone were single just as I am. Yet each person has a special gift from God, one of a kind or another. You see, ladies and gents, being single means we don't have to answer to anyone but God. We can come and go as we please and basically do what we want. For my married folks out there, your status can be a great asset to the kingdom. Matthew 19 and 6 says, but you say so, there are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. To me, this means that you both as a kingdom couple are not a contract, but you are in covenant with you and God. A contract is legally binding. A covenant is a spiritual agreement. A contract is an agreement between parties while a covenant is a pledge. A contract is an agreement you can break while a covenant is a promise from God. My encouragement to the married couples who are putting forth effort to keep their fire burning or for those who have lost some of their fire is to remember your marriage has purpose and it happened on purpose for a greater purpose than you could ever imagine. Number three, ask God for contentment in him. First Timothy 6 and 6 says, yet true godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. For my singles, if I may give my own testimony on Valentine's Day, I see so many singles post on social media about how they dread it and how they feel sad and lonely. You see, dreading Valentine's Day doesn't bring you a husband or a wife any faster. It only makes things worse. Just like Matthew 6, 27 says, call all your worries, add a single moment to your life. In other words, to my brothers and sisters, don't waste your time. Instead, be glad that you get to spend this time alone because most of us need it by getting to know ourselves, our gifts. We may need healing and knowing our purpose, our purpose is meeting new people and enjoying life, as I mentioned earlier. As a takeaway, if we are not content where we are now, singles, we won't be when we get married either. So for me, and for you, I want us all to find joy and satisfaction on where we are now. 
and for my married couples. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 says, rejoice always. In other words, be content in your marriage, thanking God for your spouse and celebrating your man or woman. Also complimenting him or her. Like I said to the singles, find joy and satisfaction in your married life and don't wish you were single. Number four, do not allow anyone to define who you are. You see, I am who God says I am. My identity comes from Christ. If you can, take some time to jot down in a journal who God says you are. I can tell you I am a child of God. I am royalty. I am a king's kid. I am a daughter of the Most High. I am my daddy's favorite. I am the apple of his eye. I am an overcomer and so on. For my married couples, your identity does not change because you're married. You're still a king's kid. Hebrews 13 says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday as he is today as he is forever. To this point, I want all married couples to understand you are more than just a wife or a husband. Matter of fact, before you became a husband or a wife, you were God's child. And guess what? You still are. And number five, be patient. For my singles, take time to take the limits off of yourself. I mean, take the time limits off of yourself. That's what I meant, family. Stop telling yourself you have to be married by a certain age when really you are not the captain of your ship. God is. When it is that time, it is your time. So don't be anxious. Don't fret. Don't even break a sweat. Because Isaiah 60 and 22 says that at the right time, I, the Lord your God, will make it happen. So the next time Christian, I mean Christmas or Christmas and Thanksgiving comes around and a family member asks, why aren't you married? You tell them you are trusting and believing God for his perfect will to be done in and through your life. And remember, marriage is not the end all be all because even in a marriage, there's still work that needs to be done. And for my married couples, sometimes your spouse doesn't act right and you keep praying and keep asking about when your spouse will change. But before asking God to change your spouse, ask God how you can change, how you can change to make things better. Oftentimes, we want God to change the situation when God is really trying to teach you something. James 4 and 8 says, when you draw a nine to God, he will draw a nine to you. Amen? And lastly, number six, get busy in your purpose. Like I and many of you, we have served on a prayer line, our local communities, and even in our churches. So for my singles, I think what helps me in the single season is serving because I'm not just sitting around waiting and looking out the window for a man. And I hope either any one of you that are listening to, to me are not waiting for that man or that woman just looking outside of the window, but actively serving God and his people. Philippians 2 and 4 says, don't look out for only your own interests, but take an interest in others too. So fam, be about your father's business. Remember, serving is great preparation for marriage because one to look out because it takes for one to look outside him or herself. And lastly, committing Matthew 6.33 to practice is a good thing. Which says, seek ye first kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. So again, if there was a take home lesson for the singles, remember, serving is great preparation for marriage. It causes you to look outside yourself. And lastly, the last lesson is committing uh, Matthew 6.33 to practice. And for my married couples, finally, God has a plan for you too, as this relates to serving in your purpose. No, you are not too old or too young. I would also like to say, try not to get so busy in your purpose when you, 
Try not to get so busy in your purpose where you ignore your spouse. Yes, you have purpose in you and it is good to walk in it, but don't become so busy that you neglect your first ministry, which is your family. So with that being said, family, please um, share this episode with other people and please go on to the next episode because this is a two-part message. So I encourage you and I would love to be your cheerleader in this journey together, especially on Valentine's Day. Now let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, God, for what you're doing. I thank you, God, that you are a way maker, our promise keeper, our miracle worker. I thank you, God, that you are all in all. Everything we want, everything we need is in you, and everything we have comes from you. So we thank you, God that you love us with an everlasting love. We thank you, God, that your loving arms and kindness is around us. And I thank you, God, just like your favor surrounds us like a shield, so does your love. I thank you, God, that we are walking in your love and that we are receiving it right now. I thank you, God, that perfect love expels all fear, Lord God. I thank you, God, and I bless you, God, for all that you're doing in all of our lives, Lord God. I thank you, God, that as for my singles, Lord God, I thank you, God, that we are finding contentment in and you that we aren't looking at our status as a bad thing we thank you god that we are serving in our purpose lord god we thank you god that we are enjoying the season and we just thank you god we pray lord god for great wealth in you lord god in the name of jesus and for my married couples we pray that they don't wish that they were single we pray lord god that they enjoy each other we pray lord god that as they pray for things to turn around in their marriage that they look at themselves and see what they can change about themselves and not looking at their spouse on what needs to be changed about them thank you god and we bless you god we thank you god we thank you god that all that you are doing in our lives and we thank you god that you are causing us to be about our father's business whether it be in the spirit or whether it be in the natural i thank you god that every married couple under the sound of my voice won't be so involved in their purpose while they ignore their first ministry which is their family so we thank you god and we bless you god for all that you do we thank you god that valentine's day is a day of love and worthy to be celebrated but god you are our first love you knew us first you knew us before you formed us in our mother's womb so i thank you god that as you have a plan for our lives lord god that we not forget to stop and celebrate you during this love month and beyond lord god let this not be the only month we celebrate our love for you and your love for us lord god but we embrace you lord god because we only came to you because of your love and kindness for us and your grace and your mercy so may Maybe we display that same love and kindness to our neighbor, Lord God. May we love the Lord thy God with all our heart, all our soul, and all our mind. And may we love our neighbor as we love ourselves. So we thank you, God. And we bless you, God. In Jesus' name, amen.